Good, I'd like, <coughs> I'd like to talk uh, a little bit about, about Bamida uh, <coughs> Sadaim. This week's parasha we have the destruction of the city of Sadaim. And what Chazal took for Mida Sadaim, for the most part, is a honesty, a certain attitude in Dine Maman. So first, I'd like to share with you a little story, uh, something that happened. It was actually a, uh, a sixth between two parties, and the story itself is interesting, but the, the lesson is, is a little deeper than the story. The nice to happen that uh, two people came, came to me with a sixth when two people are willing to deal in Dine Mominis without fighting, trying to look for the truth, I sometimes get involved in Dine Mamin. And here was an employer and an employee They came. They, I was one of the officers in the yeshiva. I met with them. So they were both machab at each other. There was no animosity. But they had a very sharp difference of opinion. It seems that the, the employee the employee who happened to be a woman, uh, she was working for this, uh, for this employer for a very long time, for many, many years. And she got paid, whatever her salary was, and she got uh, health benefits. She got health insurance. And at a certain point, she realized that she can get health insurance through her husband. And she went to tell her employer that she can get health insurance through her husband. And here is where they had a difference of opinion. She says that he told her Beferish that he'll give her whatever it cost him insurance. He's been paying insurance, let's say $12,000 a year. He's been paying her insurance. So she says that he told him Beferish that she'll give, he'll give her the $12,000 that he was paying all along so she'll make, she'll make some money on it. And he says that I told the Beferish that I'm not giving you money for it. If you want to go off, go off. I'm not paying you. And here they are, two sensible people, saying oh, total opposite things. So I, I asked her why she didn't realize right away in a paycheck that the paycheck didn't change. It should have gone up. So she said she thought that she'll get a she gets a bonus at the end of the year. She thought he's going to add it to the bonus. And then she said that when the bonus came and it wasn't there, she went into him and uh, said, "What's with the health insurance?" And again she says, "He said, don't worry, you'll get it." And he says, "No, when you came in, I said uh, you're not entitled to it." And again, you know, the Bishalom, he wants her to keep on working for him, and she, and she plans to keep on working for him, but they have this, uh, this dispute. By the time they came to me, it was almost a year's worth of, of health insurance money that they're fighting over. So what do you do? You know, he says this, and he says this. So I'm like, it's an easy one. But it bothered me, how did the dispute come about? So I asked them to try to remember what was the conversation. What was the conversation? What exactly was the conversation that took place? Bishas Nice. So after a little prodding, it came out that the following conversation took place. She went into him. And she said, you know, 
you pay twelve thousand dollars, you have health insurance. Now I can get it for free to my husband. So he responded to her. He said, "Good, Zenehenev is elechaser." That was his response. So what happened? He meant Zenehenev is me. Vizelechaser is you. He says what he said. I meant. Zenehenna, I'm going to gain, I don't have to pay your insurance. Vizelechaser, and you have no loss. So it's wonderful. She heard, Zenehenna is her. Vizelechaser, and he has no loss. And when he came the second time, he said, I told you, Zenehenna is And she said, Good, Zenehenna is So here, they're both 100% honest. They didn't make this one up, this happened. <laughs> they're both 100% honest and one person said one thing and one person said the other thing so Zenehem is Allah Chaser Zenehem is Allah Chaser so what we did in that case is a separate issue but the Musa Shabbai is how in Dine Mominis it's the nature of a person to always hear what works for him that's human nature when it comes especially to Mormon, a person always hears what's good for him. And it can be interpreted two ways. And here, it really can be interpreted two ways. You know, Zeh and Zeh. Now, if you would have said Zoe and Zeh, one female and one male, so we could figure out which one's which. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, it was totally... My point is that Dine Mormon is very, very often... When people have a sikhsukh and they come to a, they come for a psak, people are, they hit that they're right, and it ends up becoming a big machlaikis, a big dispute. And very often there are two ways of looking at something. There are two ways of looking at something, and since there are two ways of looking at it, it, uh, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's just, uh, it's not always the way it seems to you. Every person interprets things by nature the way it makes sense for him. And it's not always that way. So somebody fixed up his house. And in the front of his house, you could see he has a brick front and he has a semicircle of, uh, of concrete by the brick. And there he put a, a stone bench. Put a bench. And I walk past, I don't know the owner, I walk past the house, it's a from Yid, he has a mezuzah. He put a sign on the bench, do not sit on this bench. Do not sit on this bench. So, I started to clear whether I'm allowed to sit on the bench. He said, do not sit on the bench. It's a stone bench, I'm not going to break it. I no time to sit on the bench till the sign came up, you understand. <laughs> but... Uh, it's right across the street from the house where the light goes on when you walk by. So we always walk on that side of the street. And, um, and we're clearing if I'm allowed to sit on the bench. I'm not allowed to sit on the bench. What do you say? I'm allowed to sit on the bench. It's at the edge of his territory. It's on his, uh, on his property. But it's, uh, Why should you be like that? What? He says not to do it. Illegal. 
It's illegal? So why can't I go on? What's trespass? Trespass. Trespass. trespass? If I stand on someone's, they're going to arrest me. If I stand on this, there's trespass. He's not losing money. He's not losing monetarily, but he's losing other ways. What's he losing? It bothers him. If somebody has a mishigas, that something bothers him. If it's a mishigas, something bothers him. I have to worry about his mishigas. If it's his, then yeah. I mean. Does he have a right to put up a sign like that? Does a person have a right? Assuming there's no... Maybe someone sits there and leaves cigarettes all the time. I don't know. But assuming... Does a person have a right to put up such a sign? Don't sit on my bench. It's a solid bench, a stone bench. And the man's got money fixing up his house. He could afford a nice stone bench. It's a solid stone bench with concrete uh, sticks holding it up. And I don't weigh that much. I, you know, if I sit on it, it's not going not to break it. not going to damage it. There's, there's no question in halacha. He has no right to put up such a sign. I don't think there's a question. What? Now, if, if somebody's going to come and do things that cause him a loss, then it's something else. Some of the, but if he's somebody to sit on the bench, right? if he'll come, I'll give him the bench. I'm not looking to take it when he comes by. See, most Americans have a very strong sense of bias, of ownership. And most Yidin have a strong sense of ownership. And Yidin, who are Americans, have a super strong sense of, of ownership. It's mine. What do you mean it's mine? All right, so it's yours. So what if it's yours? <laughs> now, we, we say, Zenehen of Izalechos is Midas Sedaim. It's Midas Sedaim. Now, I'm not judging that person. I never spoke to him. Maybe, maybe somebody, uh, maybe people... I mean, if teenagers are sitting there at night and making noise, I don't think putting up a sign do not sit here is going to help them very much. But if him to up a sign for ordinary people shouldn't sit on his bench. It's Zenehen of his He certainly... It's me the Sadaim to put up such a sign. What? All right, if you could explain that there's some hefsid, I understand. But... But if there's no hefsid, assuming there's no hefsid, is it me the sedan? Am I allowed to sit there lechatchila? Remember, it was a machlokes taisim bava kama taisim bava basra. By me the sedan, by by zenem zalechaser bava kama taisim said you know I'll sit there. Taisim bava basra in the first parak I think seemed to say fakert. Said kaifen ami the sedan. The Gemara says kaifen ami the sedan. So the Tyson Baba Bass understands Kaifan Amida Sadaim. I could sit there. I could force him to let me sit there. Tyson Baba Kama holds that Kaifan Amida Sadaim only means that that uh, that uh, he can't charge me for it. It doesn't mean that I could force him to sit here. But If you ask if you ask anybody, a typical American person, you don't give him a hint by talking about Sadaim. Just ask him. Somebody has a bench. Oh, he's sitting on it. It's solid stone. No one's not going to break it. Are you allowed to sit there? If somebody has a brick, uh, brick front of his house. He wants to sit on the bricks. You want to rest for a few minutes. Are you allowed to sit there? He has a sign. Don't sit here. Most people have the impression that if he say no, I'll sit there. It's his. He no, I'll sit there. It's funny. Then I ask people, what happens if he has a nice painting and he has a sign? Do not look at this painting. So I don't know why everyone says no. Then you're allowed to look. Can someone explain to me why everyone has an impression if it says do not sit on this bench say no sit on the bench it says do not look at the painting then that doesn't apply you'll have to look 
What's the difference? No potential damage. If you're talking about damage, I'm asking, I'm, my given is there's no damage. Yeah, so a lot of houses have the bricks in front of the house. He wants to sit on the bricks. Nothing's going to break. I think that's with property. If you walk into the personal property and see the painting, then that moves possibly. You can't walk into the property and see the painting. You can't come, you can't come, you know. You so why can't you walk on someone's property? property? You know, I was. Uh, but he doesn't need the space. If he wants to be here, I'll move over. It's not a problem. Why can't you walk into his house? I walk by. He never... Walk into his house. I can walk into his house if it doesn't bother me. Into the kitchen and just relax. It's the Gemara says that when you use somebody's house, it does damage to the house. Otherwise, it would be with her. Okay. It's a type of What? I just want to have to tell you to get up. If I see him coming, I'll get up. Tell me. I'll get up as soon as I see him coming. Yeah. Fair. 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 Right. He, he could charge rent. He could say if you're on a two thousand dollars. Now it's something that he could have made money. You can only charge rent if it's something that's owing. It's time it's first to be rented. It's a bench. It's a long charging two thousand dollars. It's a joke. It's not. There was. There was. No difference. So that is the machleis to two tyson. If tyson means I can move in. Well, no. Let's say I have a neighbor. I know he's there to stroll for two months. Can <laughs> okay, I park in his driveway? Can I park in his driveway? Lamaisa. Lamaisa. Somebody has. Somebody is out of town. I know he went away for Shabbos. I want to park in his driveway. Now, driveways to Americans are like you know, kind of <laughs> New York is for sure driveway. I was once sitting getting a shear. It was about a quarter after ten. Somebody walks in. Uh, who's blocking my driveway? This is. I said, why are you getting so excited? Why are you getting so excited? You'll find parking in the next block. You don't have to get high blood pressure from something wrong. Like I didn't say anyone has a right to block your driveway, but why do you get so excited? People get like super excited. I'm not telling anybody to block anyone's driveway, but I don't understand. There's such a sense of possession that makes it very uh, uh, what? It's true. You shouldn't block his driveway. If you block someone in, I really understand. You're causing an hefsin. You block him out, so you know, talk. It's like that's very reasonable. It was an hour of time for a problem. That's true. I agree. No one should talk, but that people have this anger and indignation when it comes to things they own. I'm just saying that we should have a better ashkafa on these things. We should have a better ashkafa on these on these type of things. That uh, you know, it's. Uh, is a I wonder if someone is driving down Coney Island Avenue and there's a from yid waiting at a bus stop and you don't pick him up is that me this time? is that me this time? you're driving down Coney Island Avenue you're going to Yeshiva anyway is that me this time not to pick someone up? it's Zene and Evzal Echaser isn't it? it's not Zene and Evzal Echaser what cares? how much cares he can use? You gonna kill you? He's a Shiva boy. I tell you, he's a Bachur of Yeshiva. I think it's me this time. Unless you have a reason, you get you could get a ticket for what? Get a ticket for what? If it's someone you know, you don't get a ticket. Yeah, so yeah. But it's yeah. You don't need this I just want you to pick up. So it's safe, safe person. I'm not talking. You know. it's... Uh,
Right. My my goal is really to get people, when people think about money, to think about it in a different light. That happens to be that one of the big chesroinists in the way people think about money is that people confuse yosher with dine mominus. This idea of yosher, we call it lotes yidei shamayim or chesrei amuna, the chesav, a lot of expressions for people doing the right thing. And then there's Chesh Mishpat. Now, uh, you know that it's not the same. There are things that you could be Tevea someone. You have a right to be Tevea someone. And there are things you have no right to be Tevea. It's Yaisha. It's Yaisha to do. If someone tells you he's going to sell you something. If someone says, I'm going to sell you something. And then he changes his mind. Changes his mind. Someone says, I'm quitting my job, you can have the job. Then changes his mind. We learned many, many times, if there's no Kenyan, a person has a right to change his mind. You can't be Tevehim, it's not even Mishapara. People confuse it. Uh, saying something is only, it's called Mechusri Amuna. It's a lack of faith. A good person, you say something, you stick to it. And even Mechusri Amuna, if circumstances change, it's not Mechusri Amuna. You tell somebody, you t- if you don't say you tell your neighbor, well, neighbor is a question of, uh, of selling him a house because of uh, bar mitzvah, but let's say you tell somebody, when I sell my house, I'll sell, I'll sell it to you for this amount of money. You tell him that. Comes time to sell your house. The price went up. It's not even b'chus re'amunah. You're allowed to say, <laughs> you know, I changed my mind. The price went up. There's not even b'chus re'amunah. What is there a Mishapara? A Mishapara is only... Where? If you did a Kenyan Kesef, I'm a Taltalim. On Karka Kesef is kind of. I'm a Taltalim. Someone gave money. He went into a store. He said, I want to buy that. And he gave money. He's still allowed to back out because Kesef is not kind of a Taltalim without a real Kenyan. And since Kesef is not kind of a Taltalim without a real Kenyan... It's a uh, since Kesef is not kind of talking without a real Kenyan. It's uh, he can change his mind. Now, if you ask me if you should change your mind, I'll tell you don't change your mind. It's a, it's a Mishapara. But if he wants to change his mind, what can you do? There's nothing you can do about it if he wants to change his mind. So there's a certain attitude when it comes to Dini Mamin that people have this indignation. They know they're right. They're right, and they you have to look at Chayshim Mishpat. Someone says to the entire, he says, I want you to pass him based on what's Yashim. I would tell him, I'm going to pass him based on what's the Cheshim Mishmet. Everyone thinks Yashim is the way he sees things. Not everything is the way people see things. The, in American law, there's such a thing as bankruptcy. In American law, a person could owe money to a lot of people and declare bankruptcy and then he doesn't have to pay. The law. There's no such thing in halacha. Halacha doesn't recognize bankruptcy. If Rubain borrowed money from Shimon, and Shimon declares bankruptcy, he still owes Rubain all the money he owed him. And Dina Dmachus Dina doesn't change it. Because you're not breaking American law by paying him, by giving him money. Dmachus Dina is not makbid that two people can't have arrangements that are different than what it says in, 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 the, in American law. 
So that, again, is a, a misconception. We, Americans grow up with the idea of bankruptcy. You must understand. What? Well, she cut it with interest. The, the only reason I'm bankruptcy is because you're paying interest for the risk that my guy might go bankrupt. No, bankruptcy has no to do with interest. What? Bankruptcy has zero to do with no, interest. It makes sense to have an American law that people allow you to pay interest. All right, American law can make sense. I have no problem. I'm just saying that halacha doesn't recognize if you borrow money from someone, you can't declare bankruptcy and be potter. Okay, you can't declare bankruptcy and be potter. The very often there's a dentira, and someone loses a dentira, and he asks, "Why did you believe him and not believe me? Why do you believe him? And you didn't believe me." Now halacha is that Dayana don't have to tell the reason for the psak to the Baladinim. It usually just creates more problems. In Cheshire it says that Dayana the, that don't have to give the reason for the psak to the Baladinim. Unless it's a milsa ditmiya in their eyes. If it's a milsa ditmiya, then you're supposed, to, you're supposed to give the reason. If it's something that seems strange, you're supposed to give the reason. I recently had a sifsil between uh, two people. And one said one story, one said the other story. There was no acute answer to what was said. And the psak was that the person doesn't have to pay. There were no rayas to either side. So there was a sikhsuch, and uh, we sent the psak the next day by email to both sides. So one side had a taina. Why did you believe him? You didn't believe me. This person, I don't know if he's a ben taira and he should know better. Well, just when it's a get to your money, you don't, you, you don't realize. So we told him, we didn't believe you, we didn't believe him. We don't know. That idea, again, is an example of where people get aggravated over money. Chafetz Chaim writes that before you hire somebody, you should write down what the agreement is should always write what's the agreement. And that way, you won't have later, you won't have sechsuchim. If you write it down, you won't have sechsuchim. This did tell an employer and then somebody who worked for him. He said he only agreed to pay him if he's successful and what he had to do. And the other said, no, you're supposed to pay me by the hour and they had a sechsuch. It looks like one of them is lying. It's very hard to figure out, you know, a nice story to how, how it was said. And I said, all right, had they had a written contract, they would have written it down then it would have been good. There's a Mida called Vitor. Vitor. Vav Yav Yud Tav Vav Resh. Chaim Kinyeski in his Arches Yaisha has a section called Vitor. In Dine Mominus, in life in general, it's important for a person to be a Vatra. I once had an experience with somebody, somebody I'm very close with. He hired a worker and I told him, you should write down your agreement. You should write down your agreement. He told me he never hired someone and the person walked away with tightness. <coughs> he's mavater. Any time there's a disagreement, Bashita in life, he's mavater. And that's why he didn't write a contract. He's mavater. To be mavater, to be someone who's able to look the other way, when it comes to mammon, is a tremendous challenge, because money, uh, people work hard for their money, and people want to use their money for other things. 
Right? To be a mevater is a uh, extraordinary challenge. There's a pleadika gemara in Perichelik. Now, it's only a plea if you know who Achav was. Okay? Achav was, Achav is, one of the three kings, a Jewish king. The Mishnah says there are three, but there are seven people, three kings, they have no chance for Elam And one of them is Achav. Yeravam Achav Menashe. It's not a joke, I was learning Sanhedrin when I was in the dorm as a bacher. We had my, my late night shir, Chavrusa, we learned Sanhedrin. We got to Parachelik, and we learned this Mishnah, we had no idea, not whose Dayega mentions, and Achitaifel, and Yeravam, and Achav, we had no idea who they were. The only name we knew in the Mishnah that has no Chelik in Baba was Menashe. Because in Chumash, you learn Menashe and Ephraim, so we knew... Menashe has no chelik in my mouth. We couldn't figure out why Menashe had no chelik in my mouth. Anybody tell me why? <laughs> so the next day we went to Ravelski. We asked him, who's Dayig? Who's Achitaifel? We went through the list. And then we asked him, why Menashe has no chelik in my mouth? So he laughed at us. You should also laugh and pretend you get the joke, otherwise, uh, you know. So, you know, Menashe no chelik So Achav, Achav was, the Pusik says, I think the Lashon HaKro is It was awful. So the Gemara says that um, the Mishnah says and the Pesukim say the terrible things. You know, he was the, the one with Izevel and all kinds of awful things. Then there's the Gemara. The Gemara says innocently that Achav was Mechza al Mechza. Was 50 50. On the, man, on the balance scale, it's 50 50. Gemara says, Misha Nemer Allah, Misha Loyer Kamaisa, Shesmaka, Vasa Rabbein Hashem, we say it was 50 50. So the Gemara answers that Achav was a Mavatar Bimalayne. When it came to Mamanis, he was an awful fellow. He, the Zara was his thing. But when it came to Mamanis, the Kinyanim, he was a Mavatar. That's what the Gemara says. The Dovapelim. Here you have a person, and the Gemara seems to say, like, you know, he just missed it. You know, it's 50 50. Had been a couple, you know, had he put on Phil one more day, he would have weighed the scale the other direction. It, it's a double pal. There's a machlaikis vishayim. When it comes to the Yayim Hadin, Lasud Lavai, how the Din works. So let's say you have a person. He comes, uh, every one of us, uh, someday, uh, we're going to come to the Yayim HaGadol HaNaira, and they'll have this scale, and they'll put your mitzvahs on one side, your veus on the other side, it's a frightening day. So we stop by all of us, the mitzvahs will outweigh the Averis easily. But you still have a person still has Averis. So you need the tshuva, so the Averis get flipped. Either they get taken off, or flipped to the mitzvah side, but let's say a person comes with Averis. So as a word, let's say you have a person, he's got, uh, I don't know numbers to choose, but just uh, to express, he has 10 million mitzvahs, 10 million schlussim, he's got 20 averis. So for 20 averis, you have to, a uh, person gets punished for his averis, no averis. You know, the Grah told, the Grah was once traveling, and there was a friar yid, and he told the yid, you take me a drink, make a shahako. He said, Rebbe, I do every aver in the book. I eat trefis, I wear shatnis, I know Ivan Znus, I'm a Chal Shabbos, you tell me to make a bracha. So the Grog told him, you should know that even if you do all the averis, 
If you don't make a bracha, you're going to have to give dinner cheshbon on that also. Not bottle barayv, you know. You have to give cheshbon on that also. Make a bracha. So a person, he's got 20 million minutes, he's got 10 averas, so what, what happens? So Shaila is this. Can a person say, Rabbi Hashem, listen, you know, this Gehenim business is not for me. Just do me a favor. Take off the 10, ten averas on this side, and 10 minutes on this side, and they'll cancel each other out, and uh, and uh, I'll go straight to get eight with ten less mitzvahs, you know. Twenty million, ten less, I'll manage. Is the person able to cancel out mitzvahs and averis on the Yom Hadid? So, there's a tshuva, tshuva sagainim, that says you can. There's a tshuva from, I think, Zoshira guy, one of the gainim, that says you can cancel it out. It comes to Yom Hadid and you can make a deal. You cancel it out. The Rambam in Mary the Vuch of the Ferish, and I think in Elchus Tshuva, if I remember correctly, in Elchus Tshuva he says he can't cancel it out. The person has to give in a cheshman for everything, there's no canceling out. It's a machlekes rishayim if there's such a thing as canceling out. In the Sefer Chsidim he brings the Shita Sagainim, and in the footnote there's a, foot, there's a parish called Makar Chesed underneath he has a kasha from Achav he has a kasha on the Rambam the Rambam says he can't cancel that he says what about Achav the Gemara by Achav says Achav was a Mavata B'mamayinai the Lashon Gemara is that he, he almost made it he almost made it not to go to Gehenna you see you could cancel that and the answer on the Shita Sarambam is that Vitor is different. The Gemara says, It's a similar Lashem by Vitor. Vitor is not a well-known expression. But, uh, Not Mevaser like Besur's Taifas, but Mevater, Lashem of, of, of Vitor. Vitor is to be able to say, I deserve something, and I'm Mevater. I give up what I, what I have a right to. What I have a right to, I'm Mevater. That's the Midah of Vitor. Vitor is, I have a taina and I swallow it. It's the only moment. It's a, it's a behavior, all types of behavior is that way. The, uh, the nicest, most touching Vitor story I ever heard was from a neighbor. We lived back to back with a family. Family on East 18th Street. And they were in the country. And he worked in the city. He came into the city. He went up to the country. His wife called him and said, I need a checkbook. Bring me a checkbook. So he said, at the end of the week, he finished work, he went up to the country, he was already in Manhattan, and he realized he forgot the checkbook. He asked me to leave my wife without a checkbook. That's my dream. You know, like, you know, like, but look, he's a good good fella. So he drove back home. Drove back home from Manhattan. And got the checkbook and drove back up to the country. Now, he and his wife always had this thing that he's neat and she's more messy and you know, it gets on his nerves all the time, but that's part, part of life. You know, it happens sometimes. So he said he got up to the country and uh, he came in and he gave his wife the checkbook. <coughs> so he said on one of the cribs there was a uh, shopping bag was hanging, a paper shopping bag. And she took the checkbook, she just threw it into the shopping bag and, uh, 
And, uh, you know, see, he was thinking to himself, that's not where a checkbook belongs, you know, in the shopping book, but, but he was quiet and said. And uh, he went back to the city next week. He came up, he saw the checkbook still in the shopping bag on the crib. He said it bothered him. But he smiled, he didn't say anything. You know, if you're not there a whole week, you know, you want to be nice, a little extra careful. So he was, you know, he didn't say anything. He swallowed it. He said he came up a third week. It's still the checkbook that he had to drive back. She needs a checkbook. It's still in the shopping bag on the crib. And, uh, you know, he wanted to say something. Or they leave a shopping bag on a crib for two weeks, you know, and all it holds is a shirt. He didn't say anything. The next week he was in the city. And his wife, who he knew very well, his wife was, in, was, uh, was expecting. And she went into labor. And she hemorrhaged. And she died. She died on the. Uh, she died in the uh, the delivery room from hemorrhaging, and it was a, a very. Uh, I tell you, it was a very uh, sad and touching moment. And uh, we went to Lavaya. The whole the whole flatbush went at that time to Lavaya. And everyone came to be Menachem Mogul. So he told the story about this checkbook. He said that always got on his nerves. Whenever he told his wife, why are you leaving this here? She always said to him, is there a lo chashuv? It's not important. It's a difference. Is there a lo chashuv? That was her line to him. And always got on his nerves. Whenever he told her, you know, he says like, why did they just stole the sink from, the, from two nights ago? Is there a lo chashuv? She would always say, is there a lo chashuv? During the week of Shiva, he took that shopping bag and he wrote the magic marker on the side of it, Zelo Chashuv. And he hung it up in his house for his kids. He had at that time young kids. This goes back about a dozen years. They should, they should remember their mother, Zelo Chashuv. You know, he was healed from his kpedis, unfortunately, in a very difficult way. But Zelo Chashuv. It's a very touching story about how in life we get caught up in the little things. And uh, people get caught up. People who have plenty of money get caught up in sechsuchim, in fights, in disputes, where they have friends that they don't talk to anymore, sometimes relatives they don't talk to anymore. And it's not that they're poor people. It's not that they're, uh, it's not that they're, not that they're poor. There can't be mevater. Uh, it's right. What's right is right. No, not what's right is right. What well, makes sense, makes sense. You know, it's... It, if, it, if it makes sense, then it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, so why, why be mocked on other people? Just because, just because you're right? I once read a... Uh, see if I can remember it on the spot. It just comes to mind. I once read a... Uh, about people being right. A short... Um, how did it go? It was a, a tombstone. It said... Here lies Mr. Way. Here lies Mr. Day. He died defending his right of way. He was right. It was his light. But he's dead anyway. A very powerful lesson. That was his light. He was right. But he's dead anyway. People do that all the time. They're right. It's their light in whatever part of life. But they're dead anyway. You know, what do I have for me? What do I have for me? It's... Uh, the idea of Vitor is uh, it's a wonderful Mida. It's the Hepacha Mida Sadaim, Mr. Bimavata. 
And to be mevater is a pass. Lost the Achav almost made it based on Vitor. It's a terrible thing. That Achav almost made it based on Vitor. I'll tell you a cute, a cute story instead of a sad story about Vitor. This is uh, a story about somebody who uh, was in the airport. A lady went to the airport. She had to catch a flight. And you know how it is. You, you rush and then you're there early. So she went to buy a newspaper, a magazine. And she looked for some kosher cookies. So she found a package of kosher uh, chocolate chip cookies. So she took it. She went to sit down. You know how it is. They have chairs lined up. And she went and sat down. The cookies on the chair next to her. And she's reading. Uh, you know, she opened it up. And she's reading her, her magazine. So she takes a cookie and she eats it. On the other side of the cookies, there's another firm lady. You know, all the firm people sit together in the airport. So another firm lady, and out of the corner of her eye, she sees this lady's also reading, and she takes a cookie. I, like, she didn't mind the cookie, but like, she should at least ask. But she didn't say anything. And she took a cookie again. And again, she sees this lady, she takes a cookie, she takes a cookie. And then she takes a cookie, and the other lady takes a cookie. She couldn't read the magazine, like she's, her, blood is, her blood is boiling, you know, like, you know, but uh, she didn't know what to do. So finally they come to the last cookie. So she's like, doesn't look this lady in the face, she's looking at her corner of her eye. This lady takes the cookie, cracks it in half, puts half back and eats the other half. <laughs> it's like, you know. And then they call her flight, so she jumps up and uh, runs over to her flight. And they ask her for a boarding pass. She opens up her, her bag. And inside she sees her package of cookies. It seems it was the other lady's package of cookies that was on the chair between them. And she was the one taking the other lady's cookies. And this other lady was nice enough to take the last cookie, crack it in half, and give her half of it. What a story, you know. Imagine if afterwards she had told us something nasty. You know, it's you, it's not me, it's you. You, know, you got the story wrong. Well, the story actually happened, I don't know, but somebody actually, <laughs> somebody actually told it. But there's a tremendous lesson in being mevatah. The hepach of mita sadaim is to be mevatah, to let things go. Do things really, really matter? Do things really matter that much? To let go. You, people get caught, caught up in the moment especially when it comes to financial things. It's not because people need the money. They always tell me, it's not the money, it's the principle. If it's the principle, swallow the principle and get on with life. You have, you have more to live about than these Irish guys. You know? So these people come to me with a taina. They have a taina on, on somebody. They have a taina on somebody. I tell them, get on with your life. This is what you have to worry about. This is what, the, this is what bothers you. There's nothing else to worry about. Vitor, it's a wonderful marshal. Rechaim Knievsky writes, great line, he says, Vitor, who simin hachacham. He writes such a lashon. That Vitor is not the sign of Midas Tavis. sign of Midas Tavis. But Vitor is a sign of intelligence. Intelligent people don't get hung up about cookies or about their bench. I don't know the whole story and I'm not down the person. I don't know who he is. You'll see he had the bench removed 
and it was cemented. You can see it's a round about a round thing right at the edge of the thing. You don't have to walk in this property. You can see underground. It's ugly. The two cement things. I don't know. It must have, must have gotten some some saw to cement off the bench. There's no bench there. Nobody can sit there. He can't sit there. So you're telling me he doesn't want you to sit there because he'll have to sit there. So I don't know. I'm down in the cuffs close. It could be that there were kids hanging out at night, making noise, leaving cigarettes and litter. It could be. But every time I walk past it, I think, well, you know, I'm learning the Musa from it. The Musa, a person can't be Mavata. You put a bench in front and let people sit. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. At the time, I'm wrong. But it bothers me. I go into a front store and they have a sign Bathroom is for customers only. I mean, if a front guy walks in and wants to use the bathroom, you, he has to buy a bagel in order to use your bathroom? Really? I understand. They don't want everyone walking in. I don't see people lining up to use bathrooms in stores anyway, but, you know, maybe if they're a college or the college, I don't know. But do you really mean that if someone comes in and wants to use the bathroom, you're not going to let him use the bathroom? You really think so? A front person has such an attitude. No, you think so? I don't know, But you see, we have a sense of bias, of ownership. We own things. It's Ashkafas Hachayim. To learn from Mida Sadaim. The Mishnah says, Shali Shali Bishacha Shacha is Mabida Sadaim. In America, Shali Shali Shacha Shacha is normal. What's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. Mishnah calls it Mida Sadaim. Yes, I remember. So Mabida Sadaim. Why does it mean this is What's mine is mine, what's yours is yours? Because the what's mine is mine. What does that mean, what's mine is mine? You're focused on what's mine is mine? You end up meeting this today. A person who's macbid, that what's mine is mine, ends up making mistakes in the gray areas of what's his. A lot of things can be interpreted two ways. So, for me, the Sadaim, we learn, we learn about an Akeda, giving up your life. I'm not talking about giving up your life. Everyone's ready to jump into fire. Al Kiddush Hashem. I'm talking about giving up little things in life, being Mavatar. Sometimes it's harder to give up the little things. To be Mavatar, look the other way. You know, like get a life together. You're so upset that, uh, you know, that he parked and he, his bumper is blocking your driveway. You're like, you're so upset about it, you get a life. You know, there are other things to do in life besides worrying about these marriage guys. Okay, we should all learn to be with that. I've been Shabbos to everybody.